You're listening to Win Workers Independent News, a production of Diversified Media Enterprises. For Win, I'm Joanne Powers. The U.S. Department of Justice announced August 18th that it would stop using prisons operated by private contractors, such as the Corrections Corporation of America. The decision came a week after the department released a damning report which revealed higher rates of violence in private prisons, endangering both inmates and workers. The federal government currently spends hundreds of millions of dollars to place nearly 23,000 inmates, one-eighth of all federal prisoners, in the hands of 14 private prisons. New directives require that contracts with these prisons are either not renewed or substantially reduced at the end of their term. Maria Robolino is a senior program specialist with the Civil, Human, and Women's Rights Department of the AFL-CIO. I really want to applaud these initiatives. I definitely believe that our criminal justice system can never be fair while there is money to be made in locking individuals up. The entire labor movement will continue to fight until incarcerated people are treated with dignity and every man and woman who works inside corrections has a safe job that gives them dignity as well. Robolino cited several studies showing that private prisons are less safe than federal or state prisons. These for-profit prisons are doing anything they can to cut corners and make profit. Compared to publicly run corrections facilities, private prisons provide a fraction of the safety and the rehabilitation to our communities. They don't keep us safe or secure. They don't deliver savings to taxpayers. Instead, they profit off really the suffering of communities through mass incarceration, and this is actually immoral. Monday's Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals ruling that workers cannot be forced to sign away their rights to class action lawsuits in favor of private arbitration may influence other cases currently underway. Tara Zumer was fired from office-sharing company WeWork for refusing to sign an arbitration agreement that would have waived not only class action claims, but also the right to trial by jury. She says Monday's Ninth Circuit decision supports her current wage and hour case before the National Labor Relations Board. For probably the last 10 years or so, companies have been including these types of clauses in contracts. And I'm glad to see that my case happens to be falling at a time where the courts are starting to determine the legality of these types of clauses. Honestly, I'm hoping one day the Supreme Court will rule that it's absolutely illegal for a company to prevent employees from collective action, which is really what arbitration agreements do. They make it much cheaper and easier for a company to fight individuals one at a time instead of as a group. We really need the government and our judicial system to start supporting its citizens rather than companies. Brought to you by Union Active, your certified iOS and Android mobile app developer, offering high-quality union-made mobile apps backed by a support team which upgrades your product to every new mobile operating system. Features, pricing, and examples are online at unionactive.com. You've been listening to WIN, Workers' Independent News. For more information, visit laborradio.org.